When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the 20th edition of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, June 24th, 2016. With me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H. It's morphin' time. That's right. We're definitely going <laughs> to talk about some Power Rangers today. Um Man, we're coming off a great show from last week. Yeah, I had a lot, of, a lot of fun with the guys from the GOAT podcast. Definitely enjoyed that. Definitely enjoyed that. But hey, Benjamin, what do we got on tap today for well, Tonight, um, we're going to discuss a lot of Justice League news. Uh, we're going to talk about, like I said, Power Rangers. Uh, some casting news there. Uh, we're going to talk some more Dwayne Johnson. Man, he's everywhere yeah. these days. Uh, and we have Rogue One news, so and and a lot more than that. So sit back and relax. Let's talk some movies. But as always, you guys know we're gonna go over some box office results from this past weekend, June seventeenth through the nineteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, had uh, two main uh, titles coming out this week, and they obviously took the took the top of the box office we had uh number one finding dory with 135 million in its first week number two we had central intelligence with 35.5 million number three the conjuring two with 14.8 million number four now you see me two with 9.3 million and rounding out the top five was Warcraft with 7.2 million. Big weekend for box office. What are your thoughts, Brandon? Well, I mean, I know we didn't do our normal predictions for the box office, but uh, the number one and number two movies pretty much is what, I mean, we kind of shouted that out last time, but um, not really a big surprise. I mean, Finding Dory, the amount it blew out Central Intelligence Almost a hundred million difference, but yeah, I mean, uh, bad week. Like I said, that was just a wrong time to put any movie up with Finding Dory. I mean, yeah, just a bad week, and almost like this weekend. I mean, we got some interesting movies coming out. We'll talk about that, but yep, um, yeah, you got to plan a little bit better for if you're a studio like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, Warner Brothers obviously missed out on a lot of money here because yeah, I mean, they had two movies in the top five, which I'm sure they're happy about, but. Seems like they could have could have done a lot better. Yeah, Finding Dory, the highest uh, opening for an animated movie ever. So I mean, we're seems like every year we're breaking some sort of records with with box office, which you know is understandable. I mean, ticket prices keep going up, but still, there's something to be said about that. Um, Hundred and thirty five million, insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, pretty much how I would expect the whole 
box office to fall, you know, top five seems seems right. But yeah, just that amount of, like you said, a hundred million more than Central Intelligence. I mean, the cartoon movie or CGI movie game is absolutely killing it right now. I mean, yep. doesn't matter. You can make a cartoon movie about a rabbit pooping eggs out, and yes. it's gonna make money. Exactly. So, I mean, People need to take their kids somewhere. Kids are begging their parents, and we continue to spend money on them. Um, but yeah, you're right. Animated is where it's at right now. But yeah, well, like you said, we're going to talk more about what comes out this weekend at the end of the show. Um, but our first news story, uh, just like Brandon's quote says, uh, we're going to talk about some Power Rangers. Um, looks like Breaking Bad's... Brian Cranston will play Zordon in the Power Rangers reboot. Uh, the article goes on to say Lionsgate has cast a bunch of unknowns for their Power Rangers reboot, but we always knew that some familiar faces would end up playing some of the older characters in order to make it a more star-studded affair. Elizabeth Banks has been chosen to play with uh, the villainous Rita Repulsa, and now Brian Cranston has confirmed that he'll be taking on the role of the team's holographic mentor, Zordon. An actor um, of... Well, this is what the article says. An actor of uh, Cranston's caliber playing this character is certainly pretty exciting, as it's going to be interesting to see what he brings to the table here. So, Mr. Power Rangers Brandon, what do you think about this casting news? <laughs> I, I, I thought you might like I that. I love it. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, this is like my neck of the woods. I grew up watching that. Uh, I think it came out when I was in second or third grade. Um, pretty stoked. I'm actually, this is one of the few reboots I'm actually excited to watch. Um, no, great casting news. Love Brian Cranston. You know, we I would have definitely loved to see him as Lex Luthor, but I'll take Zordon a close second, so... Definitely excited about that. I know you're not a big Power Rangers fan, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's I sure I would like it. I just yeah, I never never really watched it as a kid. I know I've seen you know a few episodes here and there, but anything Brian Cranston's in, I'm I'm game. Um, he's like you said, Lex Luthor would have been nice to see him, but yeah, it's, it'll be nice to see him in kind of a a central role, kind of a mentor role, uh, which as the article brings out, looks like that's what Zordon is. Um, now, I mean, is he is he human? Like, what what's what's his you deal? Know, he's like an I don't, he's like a caught in an interdimensional. Rita put him there, like in an interdimensional tube. Uh, he's he, I don't know if he's really I wouldn't consider him a human, but I mean, his head looks like a human. He's just a floating head, pretty much. Um, kind of like the Walking Dead, I guess. Is his he, head's floating yeah, in the tank. <laughs> that's um, true. No, I mean he's just always been the mentor for them. Or it's—I uh, mean—is it kind of a Wizard of Oz esque? Like, is he like a big head like he's that? Like, literally a big head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just floating in a tube. It's just his head. And is he? Did he? Was he involved in the start of the Power he Rangers? He was involved in the start. Yeah. He's the one that recruited all the Rangers. Okay. Um, so he'll definitely be a mentor type role. Um, I'm just interested to see how they do this. Like your your thing is, I'm still in this from you now. Can't wait for a trailer. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, wait for a trailer. I mean, yeah. I mean, because they've already started. I, this is always interesting to me when they when they cast or announce casting. You know, when filming has already started. Um, which I mean, they they could have had this 
in the bag for a long time and they're yeah. just now bringing it up but yeah it's just always interesting like i said when when they're already filming and then they come out with this news so you think you know were they struggling to find someone or was it just they just wanted to save some news for Big us bang for the end yeah exactly um but yeah i mean like i said i'm i'm very intrigued anything brian cranston is in i finally got around to seeing trumbo the other day which he was just nominated for an oscar for which Overall, the movie was just meh, uh, but his performance was obviously great, deservedly, uh, you know, was nominated for mm-hmm. an Oscar. But yeah, I, I'm more intrigued by this movie the more I hear the casting, Elizabeth Banks, obviously, and now him. So yeah, let's let's see our first trailer already. Yeah, that and that comes out next year. I believe. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, next Should've... 2017. So we'll let you guys know if we hear anything else. So, now comes our next news story. What you got? Well, uh, it's multiple, multiple news stories. Uh, big, <laughs> big week for Warner Brothers. Um, they had a bunch of reporters on their set for Justice League of America. A lot of news coming out this week uh, from um, from the Batman movies, Justice League uh, stars doing interviews. Uh, big, big release for Warner Brothers. So, let's just start off. We'll start off with the first story. Uh, ben Affleck offers an update on his Batman solo movie and says it might not make its expected release date. So during the interview, Ben Affleck shared a brief update on his solo Batman film. He admits WB has a date in mind, but he says the film not, might not be ready to film by then. Which is, I mean, I mean his reasoning is legit. He said it's gonna take. he's going to take all the time he needs to find the perfect script. I mean, you can't really hate on the man for that. No. He wants to make the best Batman movie uh, possible. And as we talked about before, we've seen him uh, play Batman already once in Batman vs. Superman. Next time, Suicide Squad, and then Justice League of America. So, I mean, we've talked about this in the past. There's a couple of release dates with no titles to the movies, and that's in October 2018 and November 2019. So one of those dates, more than likely, are scheduled for Batman, but... Mr. Ben Affleck says, mm-mm, the script is not right, we're not going to do it, so... um. What do you, what are you thinking about that? It's very reassuring. I mean, he obviously really cares about this project. Uh, he's passionate about it, which is great. Uh, he's obviously not just in it for the money. He wants a good script. He's not going to just put something out there just because the studio is pressuring him. Um, he's obviously executive producer um, of Justice League, um, which I think we'll get to a little later on. But um yeah, like I said, very, very reassuring. I mean, he's. I was very excited, you know, when he was announced as the director for this, and now that he's saying all this, it makes me even more excited for the film. I, I have no doubts that this film will be brilliant. Um, at least a lot better than Batman v Superman, um, yeah. which isn't saying a whole lot. But, but yeah, this these comments are awesome. Uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts on it? No, I agree with you 100. Um... percent like I said, for some, I'm just gonna read his. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let him speak his words. Uh, this is quoted from Ben Affleck. I have a script. We're still working on it, and I'm not happy enough with it yet to actually go out there and make a Batman movie, for which I have the highest standards. I would say, that's something that I would have to pass a very high bar for me. And it's not just like, yeah, that might be fun. Let's go out and try this. So, no, very passionate about it. He knows what the fans want. He's been on the opposite end of a crappy movie more than once in his career. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he's trying not to have that happen. You know, I just go back to the the meme of him when they were saying, like, 
where the reporter told him how bad their movies were getting reviewed and his face like yeah what is that called the sad affleck face yes. i don't know <laughs> like, i just affleck. always picture him like that yeah so i, I know uh i'm excited yeah i mean it's it's definitely like i I obviously think he's you know passionate about it but i mean at the other end though i mean i'm sure there's people out there and i I can see that that maybe he's just feeling all this pressure now because of how dc has been performing um Mm -hmm. and the news that's coming out about certain things in the dc universe that you know he's feeling all this pressure and he just really wants it to be good you know i mean it's I mean, uh, either way, I mean, even if you don't believe that that's the reason he's waiting, I mean, he still has a lot of pressure on him. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, but but I, I, I think it's just about passion. He he loves the source material. He's, you know, he, he's all in for this. So why not wait till it's perfect? Why, why have a release date set, you know, make that release date, but it'd be a mediocre movie when he could just say, well, let's just hold on. Let's just wait till we get a perfect script and, uh, and then move forward, you know? So yeah, that's, that's awesome that he's not too worried about their release date. You know, he's just kind of doing his own thing. That's awesome. Which is pretty, pretty cool. And it also shows you the pool he has with, uh, Warner brothers too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, I'm sure they trust him. Um, so, so yeah, I think, I think this is nothing but good news. Uh, it's, it's certainly not bad just because it might be pushed back a little. It's, it's because we're going to get a quality movie. So let's do it. Yeah. yeah buddy. What, uh, what uh, else we'll, we got? We'll keep it on the Ben Affleck, uh, interview. Um, he says this movie expect a lighter Batman. Um, you know, as many of you know, I wasn't too not happy with this actually but a lot of fans weren't happy when they witnessed ben affleck's batman breaking necks and intentionally blowing up thugs with his batmobile well don't expect that this go around according to ben affleck he is his batman is seeking redemption he says batman went to a very dark place that was rooted in trauma occurred to the people that he loved and worked with and what he saw he said this is really not the issue for him so much anymore he's no longer extreme in that way from the experiences of the last movie, he sort of learned some things. I think, and now is, I'm trying to say it without giving any spoilers, he's feeling like he's wanting to redeem himself. And he's wanting to man, wanting mankind to be redeemed. So, that being said, uh, I guess, no breaking necks? Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds that way. Um, so, uh, is that confirming that this is definitely after the events of, of uh, Batman v Superman? Yes. That's, yeah. Okay. So that's in, already yep. okay. That's so that's been confirmed. Okay. Because yep. yeah, I mean, there was thoughts out there that might might be a prequel. Um. But yeah, that that makes sense. Um. I I don't know. I mean that that's I, I guess a good thing. Uh. You know, we get a little little different taste. He's not just angry. You know, we might get more of the the detective side of Batman. You know, he might have his head on a little straight. I mean, because he he was definitely pretty nuts in, in Batman v Superman. <laughs> there was definitely a screw loose. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like I said, I, I loved the the everything about Bruce Wayne and Batman in that movie. I have no complaints about it. But yeah, I mean, he definitely was was crazy. Um. So yeah, this this might just show us a level headed batman now you know he's just wants to take care of business you know um so yeah i mean this isn't terrible news yeah i mean obviously i like to see darker movies and would like to see him break next but i I can understand why they're going down this road 
Well, you hold your horses. Or, there's actually a little bit more to the interview part. Um, he does say that DC films will still retain some of their darkness. He said DC movies are, I think, by their nature, still a little bit more gothic and more mythic rather than some comic book movies are. So he still confirms there'll be some darkness to the movies, but definitely not as much as Batman yeah. or Superman. They said they learned their lessons from the, from that movie. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean that's that that makes sense too. But I mean, so what are, are you, what are your overall thoughts on that whole? I mean, some of the more stuff we're about to get into in a couple of minutes. Like, I'm happy with the overall thing from 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 what I've read so far. Um, I'm I'm actually excited for this movie right now after some of the oh, stuff yeah, I read from definitely. the the set reports. I mean, do you think uh, the darkness? I mean. Do you think it's because he's more level-headed now, or and they're going to get to more of the detective side of Batman and not just the brutality? I, I think so. I mean, that's like the like I said, we always joked around. He he was a detective, but he couldn't figure out the the it wasn't a person, it was a boat, you know, right, just yeah. like stuff like that. That we're kind of like, huh? Eh. But um, no, I mean, I think with Ben Affleck having his hands in it, and now Jeff Jones, you know, who's the uh, main guy over at DC, all having their heads in it together. I think it's going to turn out to be a good project. Definitely. All right, what what else we got in Justice League? Well, uh, this is nothing you, wow, too bad we don't have pictures. Um, the new Batmobile got released, and this thing looks sick. Um, you know, it's crazy. We're talking about Ben Affleck saying Batman redeems itself, but <laughs> it has a missile launcher on it. No, oh, nice. Cannons and machine guns. So, well, you know, he could just uh, be, you know, shooting, uh, you know, blowing up buildings or, you know, empty buildings, obviously. You know, and as the story progresses on, apparently Batman's going to build a ship for the Justice League, which is called yeah. the Flying Fox. Nice. Which is large enough to fit the Batmobile inside of it. Um. Uh, Deborah Snyder, who's a producer on the movie, says there's an action set piece which is going to take place in a tunnel that was halfway built between Metropolis and Gotham. Uh, so they said expecting big action piece there. So I'm even more excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me see that uh, that car again. Oh man, yeah, that's that is awesome. That is the Batmobile right there. I mean, it's got a mixture of you know Christopher Nolan's. It's got a mixture of uh tim burton's i mean it's it's just yeah that is awesome check that out guys i mean it's i'm sure you can just google <laughs> you know the batmobile for for justice league and you'll find it we got this from a comic book movie here comicbookmovie.com so yeah check it out it's, it is something to see right there so yeah that's pretty exciting but yeah that he'll be building a boat and stuff so definitely going back to the batman roots and i like he me too me too. Well, speaking of Justice League, we're going to start getting the meat and potatoes and stuff. Zack Snyder admits fans' backlash actually changed the tone of Justice League, which really, can we say we're surprised? <laughs> I know, it makes total sense. But it also goes on that, that says Zack Snyder was quick to defend his vision for Batman vs. Superman. He said that movie had to happen first in order to set up Justice League. And he said these heroes had to reach their dark spots uh, in order to make this happen. So, I mean... Is he just saying that to cover his butt? I mean, do you think... I mean, what do you think with the movie? I mean, and these comments, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I, it, like I said, it makes total sense that he would say it. Um, he's, you know, the movie... 
obviously got a lot of backlash, so he's gonna got to say something. But yeah, I, I think I think it's true. I mean, I think they had to change stuff. I mean, I I, I think he had a, an idea in mind of where things were going, and it started with Batman v Superman, and it was gonna kind of roll into Justice League and kind of have the same tone and same probably story things like that so um i'm sure they adjusted it a little i mean they brought in a new producer you know uh jones what what's his name you just mentioned jeff um, jones. yeah jeff jones um you know they brought him in you know i think he, right before filming even started so i'm sure he was able to tweak some things so yeah i mean it's i i think it's true uh if that's what you're asking but uh it makes total sense like i said what do you think no, I mean, yeah, he's going to have to cover his butt. I mean, regardless, this is probably his last shot. If this movie bombed somehow, uh, he's not making another uh, DC movie for them. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. this is, is it Justice League Part 1? Part 1. Are they filming Part 2 to get, like, are they uh, filming them together? Well, from some information I have a little bit later oh, okay. on, I don't think so. Interesting. Okay. Surprisingly. I was kind of surprised when I was yeah. reading the news, too. All right, what's next? Well, um, we're starting, like I said, getting the meat and potatoes and stuff. Uh, we know that Amber Heard got ca- cast as Mira in Justice League. Well, is that now in jeopardy? According to TMZ, Amber Heard was supposed to head to London this week to have her costume fitting. But as you know, she's dealing with the Johnny Depp yep. um, abuse scandal. Um, <laughs> alleged Alleged abuse. abuse scandal, yes. He loves Johnny Depp, by the way. Um <laughs> Apparently she's lost twenty pounds and is not looking up for the role. The, the, I, Whoa! I mean, I guess if you're going through an emotional experience, it's expected. But producers told her, Mm-mm, "Don't even come right now." Uh, supposedly they're going to reschedule her to, her to be uh, refitted again at another time. But I mean, <laughs> are we going to get a new casting? I mean, she's going to be tied <sighs> up in court with us. It looks like probably for a little bit. Oh, yeah, and definitely. this is going to be a demanding role. I mean, it's going to be a mixture of her being in the water constantly, CGI, right. being very physical. I mean, uh, you think they're going to recast it? Or? I mean, it, I, if I had to make a decision now, yes. I mean, at the, at this point, they got to. I mean, she's obviously got a lot of stuff going on right now, like you said. Um, yeah, it, it's. I, I don't think we're going to see her in this movie at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's twenty pounds. I didn't. And she's see, not. Yeah, big or <laughs> I was gonna say with, it doesn't seem so. like she had twenty pounds to lose. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, so she's obviously going through a lot. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, they can always push her scenes back to a later date, but yeah, I mean, because it's already. Yeah, I mean, they've already obviously they're already filming because right. reporters on set. Um, but, I mean, yeah, and, and here it says they're on when the reporters were there. It was on a. Day thirty-one of a hundred and eleven. So I mean, there's still time, but yeah, that's yeah. It's it's not looking good right now for to I see love her you, Amber movie. Heard. <laughs> I love you, and you can marry me. Uh, but yeah, that, we we yeah we announced when when she yep. was cast, didn't we? We sure did. We sure did. We sure did. Totally. What do we got next? Well, uh, this is stuff that brings tears to my eyes. Uh oh. Um. This is the some of the, this is like the meat and potatoes right here, friend. We're gonna we're gonna go over some. You're making uh, me hungry. You, that's the second time you said uh, that, and I'm yeah, I'm sorry. Eating well, very here, little. Here, here, we're gonna go over the most the biggest breakdowns uh, that was revealed so far from the set visit by all the reporters. First of all, it's a standalone movie titled Justice League. 
We already said it's going to have a lighter tone, and it's focusing on the team coming together to take on a common thread. Uh, the movie's going to be heavily influenced by uh, comic book writer Jack Kirby, and revolves around a quest for the three mother boxes. Um, Justice League, this answers your question, Justice League takes place months after Bat- Batman vs. Superman. Okay. A uh, big chunk of the movie will focus on Batman assembling the team, with Superman coming back later sporting some longer hair. Interesting. Um, Steppenwolf, who has yet to be cast, will be one of the main villains, which I think is Darkseid's uncle. It also goes on to say it almost like Marvel, Darkseid's uh, influence will be felt. And the parad- oh, I can't even say those. The Parademons, which were the ones that showed up in Batman vs. Superman in the future uh, right. vision, they're going to be a big part of the movie. Uh, Batman's an upgrade of suit, and we'll see a new version of the armored suit towards the end of the movie. Uh, we talked about the jet being built. Um, Batman will also have a new vehicle design by his father. Hmm. Wow. William Defoe, we know that. He's going to be a mentor to Aquaman, so he's going to be, uh, obviously, in the water then. Interesting. Uh, Mira is a warrior and sources, a sorceress, which was Amber Heard's role. Her costume, which will have chainmail, which blends into her skin. Okay. Uh, J.K. Simmons is going to have a classic Commissioner Gordon look. And this is funny. The Flash's initial costume will be pieced together by spacesuits that are held together by wire. Later on in the movie, though, Batman's going to create a much more streamlined suit for him to wear. Cyborg's costume's going to be 100% CGI. And that was pretty much the big, big things from the movie that they were saying. So your thoughts on what you've heard so far? Um, they're stuffing a lot into this Justice League movie. That's, that's my, obviously, one concern about it. Or, you know, one of, I'm sure, many. Um, but, what, uh, so Steppenwolf has not been guessed. What, who is he? What does he do? He is, I believe, don't quote me, Darkseid's uncle. Okay. Um, so he is, uh, I guess he'll be pretty much working for Darkseid. He'll be the main baddie, probably taking directions from Darkseid. Yeah. You know, we might get a Justice League, or, uh. Avengers kind of thing where you hear Darkseid talking but you don't ever see him or like a hologram or something. I don't know. So right. it'll be interesting to see how they approach that, but I like it. At least they're holding Darkseid off for a bigger threat. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool that we'll, you know, see his present presence felt. But yeah, I kinda copycat off of, you know, Marvel with Thanos, obviously. Um but uh but yeah, I mean like I said, they're I mean, are you worried about them stuffing too much into this? Yeah, I mean, like like I said, Marvel took time to build their stuff yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Granted, like, you know, so we're going to have Batman vs. Superman. We're going to have Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, yep. Before, mm, no, it's still kind of pushing stuff. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, there, there's really no no building. A Suicide Squad, there's basically going to be no nothing involved with Justice League. It's other mostly than Batman, Batman, Superman. Yeah. I mean, Batman villains pretty much yeah. for the most part. The the long hair with Superman is pretty intriguing. I mean, obviously, you know, he's going to he come ca- back. When he came back from the comics, when he came back, uh, I think he had long hair when he came back. Yeah, that's pretty cool. After he got killed from Doomsday. So. Yeah, I, ho- I hope that'll be a huge dramatic scene. I mean, I hope that scene's epic. I hope they do it right, um, you know, when he shows up again. Um, but yeah, and then the cyborg thing. Just that's what kind of got me thinking. Just everything's gonna be stuffed because I mean we saw a quick glimpse of him in in Batman v Superman, but you know he still is gonna have to be introduced, and they're gonna have to get to know each other. I mean it's gonna be totally different feel than the the Avengers movie. You know, obviously, you, yeah. You no. already knew the characters by the time. Yeah, they got exactly. Together. So, 
yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, but uh, but yeah, those those comments are pretty. It's interesting that Willem Dafoe will be in the in the water, you know, and in, in, in Atlantean is that what we call oh, it? Atlantean, yes, yes. There we go. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, well, what, you got any more thoughts on those that list you just brought up? No, not really. I mean, I'm, it's like you said, it's either gonna be awesome. I think it's going to be one way or another. I don't think there's going to be an in-between. It's almost like it's movies are either going to be awesome or it's going to suck. Yeah. I mean, it's just, hopefully it floats, you know. But that being said, we got a couple of scene descriptions yes. that they released, the yes. reporters released. Uh, the first scene, which they said literally looks right out of a comic book uh, page. It's uh, Commissioner Gordon, Batman, Flash, and Wonder Woman all on top of the roof. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Star Labs... Uh, uh, different, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. Uh, but, but, but bear with me. <laughs> I can't think of the word. Uh, scientist. Okay. There we go. There you go. Apparently scientists from around the world are disappearing. Okay. Uh, they're on the, they're on the rooftop talking and this is the first time I guess they all appear together because they said Wonder Woman smiles when Cyborg shows up. Um, Commissioner Gordon's in the middle of his speech. When he turns around, everybody's gone but the Flash. Flash looks at him and says... Um, do they just do that? Gordon says nothing and Flash speeds off. So they said that all the reporters laughed after that scene. Nice. So, I mean, Flash is, they already said he's going to be comedy relief in the movie. But, I mean, like I said, I was reading it and it said literally like a scene out of the, the comics. So, um. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, especially picturing Ezra Miller, um, as that. I mean, I've grown to really like this guy i mean he's he was in uh train wreck obviously uh with amy schumer he was in the the stanford prison experiment but the main thing i've seen him in was uh perks of being a wallflower he was amazing in that movie uh just got me sold that he's going to be flash now that he's going to especially because he's going to be the comedic uh you know, comedy relief. Um, so yeah, this, this is awesome. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for their, you know, interaction with each other and just seeing him in, you know, a flash costume and doing flash stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I concur, (laughs) sir. I concur. Well, the second scene, we're going to keep it focused on flash. Yes. It's uh, Bruce Wayne, apparently sitting in uh, flash's apartment. Uh, Bruce is telling Barry that he knows he's special, but he doesn't know how he's special. Uh, so they said that with clever dialogue, um, Ezra Miller avoids the questions. So Ben Affleck takes it upon himself to throw a battering at him. It says while he's doing this, he slow, uh, time slows down. Flash is examining the battering and literally goes back to real time and says, so you're Batman. Uh, Bruce then explains he's putting a team together and what's coming they say four seconds into this pitch, Barry looks at him and says, I'm in. It says, Bruce is shocked and proceeds to smile, extremely surprised at what just happened. Barry then tells him, I need friends. Can I keep this? Holding the battering. It says, as the scene has ended, all the reporters in the room were laughing. So, what do you think about that scene description? Yeah, love it. I mean, I, I can just picture it all. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds awesome. Like I said, it's, it's all involving Ezra Miller and, uh, yeah, this is, this is going to be great. I think he's going to really bring a breath of fresh air to this universe. Um, it's yeah, that when I first read that scene, I just had a huge smile on my face. It's, 
I like the direction they're going, especially with at least his character. I mean, you got to have comedic relief because I don't think I chuckled once in uh, in <laughs> Batman v Superman. I mean, there was yeah, uh, really no place to chuckle. I mean, there might have been a scene where you were supposed to laugh a little with uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character, Lex Luthor, maybe, but there was nothing. So, yeah, this will be, a like I said, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think I was doing more like, ugh. Yeah, I know. Oh, I had heck? so many head shakes during that movie. I mean, what, what, what were your thoughts on this scene? Uh, I mean, I love it. Like, literally, I mean, he just gets tired of, like, trying to debate with him. He throws the battering at him. I mean, that's classic right there. Because was Flash, uh, was he kind of goofy in the comics? Yeah, well, it depends on which Flash you're talking about. But, yes, um, this Flash he's playing, which is, I believe, Barry Allen, is the goofball in, in, okay. in uh, Justice League. That's why when they casted Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern originally, I was like, that's a perfect Flash. Right, comedian. yeah. Like, I was like, why Green Lantern? You know, that should have went to somebody like I was always up for Bradley Cooper back in the day being I, Green Lantern. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, so but I, I always thought Br- Green Lantern was kind of a goofball, too, but he wasn't. Uh, I... I guess, but Barry, I mean, Barry, Barry Allen's in the more comics, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Green Lantern's, he's gone through phases where, I mean, I guess it's the writer, whoever gets him, because, you know, there's been times where he's been extremely cocky. Yeah. Obviously, he was a hotshot pilot, you know. Um, so they, they, it's comic history. It's just like origins always change. When a writer gets a hold of somebody, they can change how they are. But yeah, um, mm, I don't know. You know, and it's on the same thing, you know, Ben Affleck, we're not going to even really talk about it too much. Ben Affleck does go on to say that uh, they have a great chemistry. That he's talking about the Flash and him uh, in the movie. And he almost takes him on as a mentor role, not as a award, you know, like not mm-hmm. like a Robin. He's mentoring him, not not like a sidekick. So uh, it should be interesting how they play upon each other. Yeah. They're like a yin and a yang. So, you know, Batman's going to be an older Batman, grizzled. Gone through a lot of stuff, and then you have Flash, who's young, energetic, probably gonna have uh, witty dialogue back and forth between us two. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait uh, to at least see you know that part of it. But yeah, I mean, we still have a year and a half, two years. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, it's it's exciting stuff to talk about this news. Uh, is that is that it for the Justice League? That stuff? is it. If like I said, if you get a chance, go check out comicbookmovie.com. Yeah, I mean, there's more stuff than we yeah. can talk about. Go to Collider. There's uh, video reports you can look at. They go in a lot more detail on some of the other stuff they experienced over there. So check it out. Check it. Check it. All right. So uh, our next news story is actually a little, you know, deviating from the the comic book stuff. Believe it or not, uh, told you guys we yeah, but that was a big Justice League news. So yeah, we're gonna get into some other stuff here for you folks. Um, uh, John Boyega uh, is in in some casting news. Uh, he's set to star in the new movie by Catherine Bigelow, obviously the uh, Oscar award winning for uh, director for uh, 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 Hurt Locker, uh, first female director ever to win that award. Um, but yeah, she, he's joining a new movie uh, directed by her about the 1960s Detroit riots. Um, and he's joining Game of Thrones actress uh, Hannah Murray. Um, uh, obviously, details about the film are, are scarce, but it's described as a crime drama set 
against the backdrop of Detroit's devastating riots that took place over five haunting summer days in 1967. It'll look at systematic racism in urban Detroit, according to the press release, and is aiming for release in 2017 uh, to mark the 50th anniversary of the riots. Um, uh, And Boyega and Murray's roles have not been relieved. Uh, and then just to give you guys real quick a background on the on the riots, the riots began in early uh, hours of July 23rd, 1967, when Detroit police were raided an unlicensed bar and decided to arrest everyone present. Patrons and onlookers confronted the officers, and the conflict escalated into full-on violence. The riots continued for five more days, leaving 43 dead and a 1,000 more injured and resulting in thousands of arrests. Many homes and establishments were looted, damaged, or burned, resulting in tens of millions of dollars in damage. Whew. So, Brandon, <laughs> what do you think about this casting news and this movie? Well, uh, I love your hometown. Yes. Goliaths. Uh, um, wow. You know, the last time I saw a movie like this uh, was a Kurt Russell movie. I can't think of the name of the movie, but it was the backdrop was the L.A. riots. And it had a story going on mm-hmm. during L.A. riots. And I wish I knew the name of the movie right now. It was um, with who? Kurt Russell. Kurt, oh, okay. Ving um, Rhames was in it. Ving Rhimes. Oh, um, yeah, Ving Rhames. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, I can't think but, of the movie either. But, uh, I mean, but, it's going to be interesting because it. I feel like that movie didn't really focus on the riots. It just literally that was going on in the background of the movie. But right. there was another story going on. So I just want to know. I wonder how much the riots are going to actually play a part in the movie or if that's just like background noise during the movie to kind of help stuff go along. So, yeah, yeah uh, it'd right. be interesting to see what kind of take they do on it. Uh, how do you think uh, Boyega will be in? Uh, I mean, because obviously we don't know what his role will be. Well, that's but... the thing. I don't, I don't, I mean, is he going to be a cop? Is he going to be, I don't, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, um, I mean, that's that's true. Um, I mean, but, I mean, it seems like back then, I mean, even, I mean, African-American playing a, uh, a cop might be interesting. I mean, but that might be an interesting take on it. I mean, I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm sure there were African-American cops back then because that was right in the, you know, the center of civil rights and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see him, you know, torn by everything and, you know, what's going on, how how they're being treated. Um, so, yeah, that, that would be an interesting take. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, growing up in Detroit, uh, obviously heard stories from, from my grandparents and my parents about a little bit of this because my, bar- my grandparents lived right in, in Detroit, basically. So, I mean, they, they heard noise and stuff from their house, you know, during these riots and yeah, it was scary stuff. So, I mean, it would be interesting to see it on film. Um, Catherine Bigelow, great, great director. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously piqued my interest because of Detroit. But other than that, I mean, it seems seems very interesting. Uh, John Boyega, I mean, if he's playing a cop, great. If not, I mean, I think either way he can do a great job um as a victim or or whatever but uh yeah pretty pretty yeah, i mean I, I want to see a trailer for it like oh. <laughs> you're right out of your words man there let's get go. a trailer out. roll it we should get a t-shirt that says let's see a trailer yeah i think we should <laughs> all right what's uh what do we got next was it was it me no it's me okay whoa whoa well we have some more Dwayne the Rock oh my Johnson. Goodness, if you smell the Rock is cooking. I, uh, we got my tongue more. hurts from saying his name so much. I mean, literally, we cannot keep this guy out of the news. Yep, 
he is attached to pretty much any project. That, I mean, I swear, producers literally throw stuff up, lands on on uh, Dwayne uh, Dr- uh, Dwayne Johnson's desk. Um, well, we've been talking about this too. The Universal Mo- uh, Movie Monster reboot. Uh, the universe, everything, like we always say, interconnected universes. Yep. Um, we've talked about this before. They already have Johnny Depp attached. They have Tom Cruise attached. Yep. We announced uh, who's playing Invisible Man or Doctor. That was uh, Johnny Depp. And yeah. then we got we, we uh, have somebody else too. Big. We had a big guy. Yeah. He's going to be Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Oh, uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yep. Uh, you have Angelina Jolie floating around, and you have Scarlett Johansson floating around. They're yep. trying to court them to play a role. Well, looks like they added another A-list actor <laughs> to it. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Supposedly being courted by Universal to play the Wolfman. Bit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Um, Deadline mentions in a report that there is persistent rumors Universal wants Dwayne Johnson howling at the moon when it gets around to Wolfman, a movie that is part classic monstrous franchise revival plans. Interesting. I mean, it's just if 10 years ago I heard someone say, hey, in 10 years you're, we're going to say A-list and, and Dwayne Johnson in the same sentence, um, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, I am a little scared that we might get sick of uh, Dwayne Johnson after a while. I mean, I, I love I love him as an actor. Uh, he's great, but yeah, I mean, he's just like you said, floating around in everything right now. But uh, but yeah, I mean, him as Wolfman, I I don't know. I mean, I because I, I mean, he's he's more of a, a lighthearted actor. He's more comedic, and I would want Wolfman to be a little more dark. Um, so it yeah, he might get a chance to show his range a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's what I'm Yeah, so so yeah, I mean. We'll, Obviously, see if it actually is officially announced. But I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, like you said, do you get tired of him? I don't know. He's already connected to one, maybe interconnected universe with the Bourne movies and his set of movies that he's coming out with. Maybe interconnected. This is another and the interconnected- Fast and the Furious movies. If Fast you- <laughs> and the Furious spinoff for that. You got Baywatch for that. Does good. I'm sure they're gonna do a spinoff. Jeez. Uh, Shazam, which is another interconnected universe, which means he could appear in other movies. And I think they're making a sequel to San Andreas. And man, yeah, he's. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he is ever has downtime. I don't think so. I think he flies his family to come see him because I don't know how he sees them without doing that. And he's always adding weight, dropping weight. I don't know. Yeah, that's insane. But, I mean, w- w- can you see him as Wolfman? I'm kind of with you on that one. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I would love to see him as it, but I personally, I don't know. I mean, this is going to be a time for him to actually show his acting chops. I mean, we might be surprised. Yeah, I because mean, we saw him in the <laughs> uh, second Mummy as Scorpion King. And, you know, obviously he played somewhat of a villain in that. Total flop um yeah yeah I, 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 and we forgot doc savage i mean he's got that yeah. movie too i mean dude what and yeah and we just had obviously central intelligence come out um i, I don't Jum- know he's in Jum- jumanji <laughs> yeah it's just endless with him jeez man he's... i hate to look at his imdb page right now it's always on un- finished projects yeah, exactly upcoming projects yeah. and in development and yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's not confirmed yet. Um, 
So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated as we usually do here at Blockbuster Mentality. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm actually just seeing real quick what he's... Uh, yeah, and then he's Shazam. Did you mention Shaz- Shazam? Yeah, Shazam. Yeah, Shaz- <laughs> Man, yeah, Jumanji, Journey Journey to the Center of the Earth, Fast 8 uh, coming out. And then he's and then he's like makes appearances on in wrestling still like yep jeez man yeah he he's he might need to settle down soon but uh, but yeah all right so what uh, what do we got next is it uh, some Star Wars yeah, talk well, my friend that's your neck of the woods that you love to yes. talk about hey you know yeah I do, I do I'm surprised that. you with your your sexist ways were okay with <laughs> talking about uh, the director for uh, man. Can't. Her wanting like uh, director like you. I'm surprised you didn't like start sweating in a cold sweat. Can't go, can't go one show without without that pre. I gotta product. make sure the fans that are just joining in they know the kind oh, of person man. you are, sir. Okay. I know, I know. Uh, terrible, terrible sexist. I guess it's a total lie, folks. It's a total lie. But you know, Brandon has to make himself feel better. Um, and then, by the way, that Kurt Russell film with the L.A. riots was called Dark Blue. That's what it was. Good there call. we go. Yep. Found it. All right, so yeah, like I said, Star Wars news, and it's all involving, uh, most of it's involving uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, obviously going to involve how the Rebels originally stole the Death Star plans. Um, Entertainment Weekly is bringing us some Star Wars news with uh, an insider information. They usually... You know, big movies. They come up with a, um, you know, a, a issue of their magazine uh, with details on the, on that movie. And this this Friday coming out, which is today, uh, they have one about Rogue One. Um, and the cover, even the cover of the issue, reveals uh, some some details. And we'll get to that. Uh, so the reveals that are promised uh, are include uh, include. Uh, well, the background of the cover showcases new Imperial weaponry being used against the uh, Rebellion. Uh, taller, swimmer, wa- slimmer walkers, known as ATACTs, hauling cargo. Uh, we have new information about Jin Erso, uh, who is uh, Felicity Jones' character, you know, the main protagonist. Um, there's news that she... I was gonna list everything off all w- once, but let's just let's just take this slow. So she is announced that. Uh, let's see here. Sorry about this. And now has a chance to clear her ledger of past wrongs by leading a mission for the good guys. It's also personal. Her father, played by Mads Mikkelsen, which we just talked about last week, is a scientist whose knowledge is sought by both sides. So we now know his character a little bit, and also that she is his daughter. What What are your thoughts on that? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Mad Mickelson. He, you know, I want to. I can't wait to see his take on this. Actually, um, I'm actually excited to see, especially if he's being played by both sides or he's playing both sides. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see how this this whole interaction works. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, that's. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. His knowledge is sought by both sides. Yeah, that's very interesting. So obviously, he probably plays a little bit of a part in the building of the Death Star. I would assume, being a scientist. So that I agree is very interesting. But yeah, Mads Mikkelsen again in in two huge Disney franchises, Doctor Strange, like we talked about. Sign the check. <laughs> exactly. 
and then the the uh, article, which again is 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 out today, but uh, obviously no one's read it yet. And the recording of this, uh, full details of the squad of characters uniting to take on the Emperor will be revealed. Um, a look at the Skullduggery skullduggery inside the imperial ranks as seen through the eyes of a new villain ben Mendelssohn's ambitious officer who's eager to earn the favor of the emperor and avoid the wrath of wrath of his black mass masked enforcer so that's the first time we've heard anything about the emperor even being mentioned in this movie so that's to me, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, maybe we'll hear his voice. Maybe we'll see a hologram of him. So at least his presence seems like it'll be felt a little. Yes, I am absolutely stoked for that. Yes, I cannot wait. This this I don't know. Rogue One for me. I'm. I feel like I've been more excited for Rogue One than I was for Star yeah, Wars Seven. I mean, for me, I don't know why. It's just a lot of. I mean, confirmed now. Darth Vader is definitely confirmed. I mean, we pretty much knew that, but confirmed. Right. Now you get the Emperor in this. I mean, oh, God. It's like, yeah, yes. uh, that's that's how I feel. I mean, because they're bringing back old characters, and we're getting, you know, I don't know. It's just going back to see how something happened in, you know, the, the original movie. How how did the those events unfold? Um, obviously, we got the prequels, but this really, you know, is very near to the episode four the original movie um and then uh, the article continues on to say you know what will be brought up in the article uh, candid revelations from the filmmakers about what the current reshoots are adding to the story as the film nears its december release and then finally like you just mentioned confirmation of what fans fans have hoped ever since the project was announced vader is back uh, we have a rundown of the Sith Lord's first day on set and what his return means for the larger Star Wars storytelling universe. Like you said, we're not surprised, you know, that it, uh, you know, that he's in it. You know, we've heard this all along, but it, I mean, it's this is actually official confirmation now, which is pretty exciting. And it's actually been confirmed that James Earl Jones is voicing him, yes. which is obvious. Um so yeah, that's exciting. We've obviously already talked about that a couple shows ago. Um, but uh, another interesting fact uh, that this article is going to bring out um, is that Forrest Whitaker's character um, initially, you know, the news came out that Entertainment Weekly just showed question marks next to Forrest Whitaker's character because they show all the other characters' names and, and things. Um, but Forrest Whitaker's character, they did not. Um, they said this character has a past that Star Wars completists will recognize immediately when they see his name. Even if he looks very different than the way they've seen him elsewhere, he even looks different from when he, we saw him in the teaser trailer. There's so much to say about this character. We're going to save his revelation for later today. Um, now, I know the initial uh, theory, like the main theory was maybe he's Captain Panaka, which he was in... Uh, uh, Phantom Menace, he was, you know, the guard for uh, uh, Queen Amidala. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, uh, after that came out, after all that speculation, Entertainment Weekly then released and revealed that Forrest Whitaker's character's name, Saw Guerrera, uh, who was a human male rebel who was active during the Clone Wars, and he was in several episodes of the Clone Wars TV show. So they're bringing someone from the cartoon, from canon, to the movies. I mean, what do you think about that? 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Anytime you keep stuff canon, keep the universe going. It makes people now they have a reason to go back and watch a cartoon show. Now you add more fans. It's gonna get more fans excited. They can go back and fill in the time between now and December. I mean, I'm probably gonna do that now. I'm gonna yeah. be guilty of that. Uh, now it's all canon, and they confirm it. I'm gonna go back and be like, "Who is this dude?" So I'm excited about that. Smart move by Disney. Yeah, because I'm I'm huge into Rebels right now, which is obviously the new animated show, uh, which takes should be taking place right before Rogue One, and they might be have some tie-ins there too. Um, I have a lot of catching up to do to Clone Wars, so I never got to uh, this character. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I, this makes me very excited because obviously this new canon that came out ever since Disney purchased uh, Star Wars, um, you know they're they're basically telling the backstories of Star Wars, what happened in between things, and you know Clone Wars is obviously a part of that, and to have them actually placed in included in an actual motion picture of star wars is super exciting because it i was you know kind of doubting that they would ever have any rebels characters in um any of the star wars movies but this gives me hope that they're gonna eventually you know introduce some rebels characters in the star wars movies so yeah this this is awesome to me that they're just tying everything together um and a little more details on his character i mean obviously he's a quote-unquote good guy uh he's you know it's fighting with you know all of our other heroes um uh, he was one of the leaders of the Onderon rebels and helped lead the resistance movement to victory over the confederacy of independent systems on Onderon. Uh, the interesting thing that I thought of earlier was that he worked with Anakin a lot. Um, and, you know, they were, yeah, you know, got along and he knew about him and they, they worked together to defeat, you know, the, the uh, confederacy. So it'll be interesting to know or see whether or not Forrest Whitaker's character knows about Darth Vader, that that's Anakin, if they'll have any any interaction with each other, maybe it'll be some sort of emotional moment. So, I mean, that's very intriguing to me that, you know, he actually had a relationship with Darth Vader before he was Darth Vader, and he's going to be in this movie. Or Darth Vader just kills him. Yeah, that, that, I can actually see that happening. I mean, it's... You know, like the, the high emotional point of the movie that sets the turn, the tone... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That oh, Whew, like just he tries giving him like, and it's Forrest Whitaker trying to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, him giving him like a speech, like what yeah, are you, what are you doing? Da, da, da. Then he just force chokes him. Oh man, this oh, <laughs> oh man, I am excited. Yeah, this is got me so excited for everything Star Wars. I have like a bunch of comics to catch up on that I'm all inspired to read now and catch up like this weekend. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just very intriguing. I can't wait to see what, what's brought, uh, with that and see if they have any, any interactions. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's still a lot more, uh, rogue one news. Obviously we could go on hours about it, but, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the big stories about rogue one. Um, Unless you think I'm missing anything, did I miss anything? Not no. Okay. Buy the magazine though. Tomorrow, yeah, buy the magazine. Uh, I certainly will be buying it. And then uh, quickly, we just had uh, there was a, a leaked plot um, details for Star Wars Episode Eight involving Luke and Ray. Um, I don't really have time to get into much of it, um, uh, but basically, 
it, it goes into the theory that Ray might be in, reincarnated from a different Jedi. By the way, spoiler alert! If, if <laughs> spoilers ahead, but wah, wah. but I, I I'm not really buying it. It's it's potential spoilers, but yeah, she might be reincarnated reincarnated from a different Jedi who originally started the Jedi Order, which goes into the thing that she might be a uh, the original theory that she was a re- reincarnated version of Anakin. So that's what makes me think this isn't true because they just we just keep getting these reincarnated theories. Well, I mean, what do you think? I agree with you on that. I don't. I don't know, guys. Take this story, this new story, with a grain of salt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, so I mean, there eh. it goes into a lot more detail than that. I just, you know, we don't have time to go into it. Just look it up. Just uh, again, comicbookmovie dot com. Uh, new leaked plot details for Star Wars Episode Eight is the title of the article. Check it out; it'll give you a lot more details. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, we do love our partners over there at comicbookmovie dot com. Yes, sir. Yes, they provide us with lots of good stuff. But uh, but yeah, I, I hope the reincarnated stuff is not true. But we shall see. All right, uh, now comes time for our. Uh, newer segment uh, that we call Cutting Room Floor. Brandon's going to go over some uh, news topics that happened during this week that, you know, we won't go into too much depth in. We just want to quickly go over them and let you guys know anything if you if you missed it. And uh, let me pull up the music. So one of these days I'll have it ready right away. And, uh, you know, we, I won't have to stall like this. Um... And uh, Brandon, what, I mean, what do you think about that? About uh, me stalling? I'm thinking it's morphin' time, and I'll just name. That's right. The Power Ranger coins as we go. Yeah, uh, totally. Mastodon. All right, Brandon, start your cutting room floor segment, if you would please. All right. Marvel has released its first synopsis for James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy sequel. It reads, set to the backdrop of Awesome Mixtape Volume Two, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy continues the team's adventures as they transverse the outer reaches of the cosmos. The Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they uh, unravel the mysteries of Peter Quill's true parentage. Wow, butchered that one. Old foes become new allies, and fan-favorite characters from the classic comics will come to our heroes. Aid. Warlock. That's what I'm thinking, brother. Uh, That is what I'm thinking. So, (laughs) You think Warlock, too? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Let's hope. Next story. Man, this is like another news story that keeps every week. More casting for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Man. Hannibal Burris, who's a comedian, yep. has now joined the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming. Too many characters in the movie? What are you, what are you thinking? I don't know. Uh, it, I mean, I like him. He's funny. Maybe he's just a small part. But yeah, it's very interesting just how many, how much casting news we're getting for it. Also, we've been talking about Spider-Man animated movie. Um, they asked, when asked, if it was about Miles Morales. So Sony reportedly refused to comment on that. So, you know, a lot of us had our sights on him being the Spider-Man in the movie. Might not be the case. Your thoughts if it's not him? It's not him then. It's Peter well, Parker. There's more than one. Spider-Man, oh, is there? Oh, so, damn it. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan expresses interest in playing a uh, Flashpoint version of Thomas Wayne Batman. He would love to do that. Have you? Do you know what Flashpoint is? No. It's an alternate universe where, uh, thanks to Flash, and uh, instead of 
Thomas Wayne getting murdered, Bruce Wayne gets murdered. He becomes Batman, and it's a crazy future. Uh, he's very violent, worse than Batman is, uh, worse than Bruce Wayne. Wow. So uh, he said he would love to do that, and he is in Zack Snyder's ear about for having a larger role in the universe. Yeah, I would love to see De- uh, Dean Morgan in that. That would be awesome. Zack Snyder, Jeff Johns are working on a mystery project. Um, turns out, could be what they've been talking about. Developing a Watchmen TV series for HBO. Thoughts? Cool. I mean, a superhero show on HBO. I'm all for it. Batman vs. Superman Donna Justice. Ultimate cut. Coming to theaters for one night. Not to boost box office ratings, because guess what, friends? It's free. First come, first serve, friends. Um, So your thoughts on them releasing it just for the fans? One night, the ultimate. It's a rated R version. Ultimate cut. I think it's cool. I would go. I would go see it. It's in selected cities, so you're gonna to have to look that up. I believe it's at WarnerBrothers.com or something along those lines to find out where they're showing those movies at. King Kong Skull Island reveals Kong King Kong size for the new movie. Uh, as we know, he was um, 25 feet crouching and 50 feet tall in the first King Kong movie. Guesses on his size for this upcoming movie. Oh man! So he's fifty feet tall in the first. Ah man, can't be that much taller. Maybe a hundred feet. A hundred feet. Wow. They're getting them ready, I guess, for Godzilla vs. King Kong. Who knows? I don't yeah, know. Ah, then let's do it. Let's do that. And you're gonna love this story. It's gonna tickle your little fancy, there, <laughs> sir. George Lucas is oh returning for Indiana Jones Five. Uh-oh. Steven Spielberg officially announced it and said that he would not do a project. With, uh, with Indiana Jones without George Lucas so he said George Lucas is definitely in uh, he's an executive producer so what do you think why not I mean he's three for four on indie films so give him another shot I mean he's not writing it you know he, he might just have a little insight on it so it's not not, not terrible news what do you think um, all I can say is episodes one through three I'm out yeah. Drop the mic. Poof. No, I don't want it. Mic drop. All right, man. That is pretty much our show. Had fun, man. I did too. Um, no awkward word looks in my eyes like you usually do. <laughs> that makes me feel uncomfortable inside. Hey, it's what I do. It's what I do. Like but my word Uncle Ted used to do. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it tonight. Totally. Thank you. But uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us, uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com. Send us questions, suggestions, topics you want us to discuss, and uh, we'll be happy to answer them on the show. One of these days we'll be under an hour on the show and be able to answer more questions and do our normal you know, top five lists, our movie of the month. Which Don't is, drop that in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, maybe we'll put a vote out there for movie of the month this month. So, or I guess next month. No, this month we still have another show this month. Um, but yeah, guys, appreciate you guys all listening in. Again, we had a lot of fun with the the Goat Movie Podcast last week. We sure did. Maybe one day we'll link up with those fellows and uh, check out a Comic Con in their neck of the woods, LA. Yeah, exactly. That's a big one over there. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Got that coming out. Yeah. July twenty first. I think I just heard today. Is that when that is? Yeah, that would be awesome. But yeah, we got the Tampa Comic Con coming here in August. Hopefully, we'll be able to get some uh, information for you guys at that. We got 
the Daredevil cast, pretty much. We got, uh, um, wow, I can't think of his name. John Bernthal, the Punisher, is going to be there. Kristen Ritter. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll take a picture with her for $200. Yeah, not really. Not in my pocket. <laughs> not out of my yes, pocket. Yes, sir. All right. But, uh, but yeah, as always, we're going to go over some uh, box office predictions for next week uh, i'm gonna tell you what's comes out this week man we got some some big movies coming out this week if that's what you want to call it uh we had uh, free state of jones which is the new civil war action drama with matthew mcconaughey we tried wanted to see that this week and give you guys a review for it just you know ran ran out of time uh independence day comes out this week independence day resurgence obviously the sequel to the 1996 film the neon demon uh comes out which is a horror thriller and the shallows comes out obviously the co- uh not comedy <laughs> the uh horror action movie uh with blake lively uh with the shark um so this week i'm gonna give my predictions first this week all right i'm uh i'm gonna win this week so okay how i think the top five will fall is let me think about this. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Finding Dory stays at the top. I'm going to say Finding Dory, number one. Uh, I'm going to say Independence Day, two, number two. Um, let's see here. Oh. I'm going to say this. Sh- oh, man, this is tough. <laughs> uh, so Finding Dory, Independence Day, and then... What do you have for number three? <laughs> Don't ask what I have for three. You want to go first, I sir? know, I know. Um, I'm going to go with The Shallows. And number three, number four, Free State of Jones. Number five, The Conjuring 2. That's what I'm going. What do you got? Wow. I did. Okay. I agree with you the first two. Finding Dory, <laughs> I think Finding Dory just... Cartoon movie. Yep. It's going to stay on top for a couple more weeks, people. Just deal with that. Independence Day 2. This is where our list definitely varies. I had to toss it between these three. I rotated them around, but then I started trying to, hmm, what's going to work? I say Central Intelligence stays at three. I mean, it goes, it drops to three. Okay. Um, Free State of Jones and Shallows. I had Free State of Jones at four for the longest time, but then I started thinking about it. Really, besides this last couple of weeks, I didn't see too much on tv commercials yeah not much media reviews or anything on that so i put shallows at four free state of jones at five shallows they had a great campaign yep i was seeing it on instagram i'll see it on facebook commercials yep um all over the nba playoffs so i think it's gonna uh just take out free state of jones not by much but i got them at four free free state of jones at five Okay. Yeah. For the record, I totally forgot about central intelligence but whatever oh you can change it so. no um no yeah, i mean it was at 35 million if it has a 50 percent drop that brings it down to around uh, 16 million eight or 18 million uh no i'm i'm, I'm good i'm good ah, oh yeah no okay let me change finding dory independence day four uh uh the shallows central intelligence and then free state of jones that's not your list exactly is it no my okay. just i have central at three shells at four free state at five. Okay, so we just had those flip flopped. Okay, great. 
Sorry about that, folks. One of these days I'll do it before the show, like you, and be prepared. Um, all right, man. That is our show. Um, obviously, we'll had the GOAT podcast last week. Well, we're going to try to get more of you fellow podcasters on here and talk some movies. And uh, got any final thoughts, Brandon? Uh, nope. As always, thank you guys for the continued support. Hashtag Potter and Family. And, um, yeah, keep it real. Keep it lively. Blake Lively. <laughs> Welfare too. Represent. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to see Independence Day this weekend and uh, maybe Free State of Jones. That's I'm going to see something this weekend. Don't yeah. know what yet. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up seeing Finding Dory having Yeah, know, Yeah, I was so. about to say, when you started saying that <laughs> stuff, I was literally thinking, no, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, all right, folks, that is our show. Thanks so much for listening in. We'll definitely catch you guys next week. Yeah, uh, next week for sure, people. <laughs> uh, we love ya. Yes, sir. All right, that is Blockbuster Mentality for you. Thanks for joining us for our 20th episode. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs>